You're listening to Fly By Night, a podcast by FedEx Pilots for FedEx Pilots, brought to you by the FedEx Master Executive Council of the Airline Pilots Association. And now, here's your host, MEC Communications Chairman, Captain Chris Lee. My guest today is Captain Bill Secord, Legislative Affairs Chairman. Hey, Bill, thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks, Chris, for having me. Bill, tell everybody a little bit about your background before you came to FedEx and what you've been doing at FedEx. Okay, sure. Uh, my background uh, is a, a civilian background. I did the normal route, flight instruction. I was a corporate pilot for a real estate developer in Michigan. I was lucky enough to do an internship with TWA when I was in college and, and turn that into a, uh, a job when I was 24. Uh, I was flying the right seat of an MD-80, was furloughed shortly after 9-11, Went back to flying uh, charter, corporate, and the last job I had before FedEx, I was a chief pilot of a small flight department where we flew a beach jet and a Kinger. And at FedEx? I got hired into the uh, backseat of the uh, 7-2. After about a year and a half, went up to Anchorage. I uh, got excessed out of there uh, during the great excess of 09. After about a year and a half, made it back up there. So I spent a total of nine years in Anchorage and upgraded here to the left seat of 11 in Memphis about two years ago. What can you tell everybody about your previous union experience? It was really non-existent. I really had, before I got to FedEx, no union experience. In fact, 10 years ago, if you had told me that I'd be an active union volunteer, I'd probably laugh in your face. Uh, but here it is eight and a half years later and still going strong. What about your union experience at FedEx? I was excess uh, out of Anchorage in uh, 09, and I was one of the guys upset, complaining about it. And I figured, well, if I'm going to be a complainer, I should probably step up and try and be part of the solution. I had a young child at home. He's six months old. Wasn't sure how much I could get involved. So I, I first started with Pilot to Pilot. And uh, for all of you out there thinking about getting involved, Pilot to Pilot's a great place to, to start getting involved because it requires uh, minimal commitment. Uh, but I think it's, it plays a very important role in our role as ALPA because it helps get the correct news, correct message, really what's going on out to the crew force. So I got involved there first and about six months into it, I said, you know, I think I, I like this. I'd like to get more involved. So I, I came to Memphis and spoke with our MEC chair at the time and asked him where he needed help. And he mentioned a few things and said, asked me, you know, where are you interested? And uh, politics uh, from an early age has been interesting to me. I've always followed politics from, you know, really young age. My dad was in state politics, was in the state house representatives uh, in the late 80s. And so I mentioned legislative affairs. And uh, I was told that he allowed his chairman to pick his committee. So I worked out a way to fly with the chairman uh, a few months later. And by the end of that that trip, I was on the committee and uh, was on the committee for three and a half or four years and, and then took over as chairman and have been chairman for a little over five years now. Let's talk a little bit about your committee and how it works. What can you tell the pilots about that? Sure. Well, legislative affairs, basically what we do is, uh, a large portion of what we do, I should say, is we go to Capitol Hill and educate lawmakers on our issues. Congressmen, senators, they're just regular people. They, they, they can't be experts on every issue. And so 95% of what we do is education, explaining to them why an issue is important, uh, why it's important to us, and why our solution is the best way to fix it. You know, a good example of what my committee does is, is what happened last year up in Washington with the FAA reauthorization bill. It was a huge win for ALPA. There were 25 issues in the bill that we wanted in the bill that, that got passed, and nothing that we wanted removed remained in the bill. So it, really, it was really a huge win. A few of the, the more visible 
uh, things was, uh, for instance, the oxygen mask rule. Uh, we were able to convince Congress to mandate that to be changed to above flight level 410, so 420 and above. The FAA has a year to change that. If they meet the deadline, that would be October 3rd this year. Obviously, keep abiding by the rule until ALPA sends out an email let you know that's been changed, but that's one of the big changes that uh, we were able to get, along with HIMS, the automatic acceptance of ASAP reports, along with a bunch of other issues. Every so often, we'll see a call to action. Yeah. Those are obviously pretty important. What sure. can you tell us about that? Well, I can tell you that I don't send out communications to the crew force very often. And the reason is I don't want my communications to the crew force just to end up in the trash bin. When I send out a communication, it's important. I need our pilots' help. And what you're alluding to is the call to actions. Uh, very, very important. A good example of this is during the last FAA reauthorization bill, we had the single pilot cargo commercial aircraft program that was in there. And that program uh, was funded and it directed the FAA and NASA to work towards a commercial cargo aircraft that was a single pilot. Obviously, the technology, the safety aspect of it, we're nowhere close to being able to do that safely. ALPA was against that, so we worked towards removing that from the bill. One of the aspects of our strategy is a call to action. When a pilot participates in a call to action, if you click the link, it automatically knows who you are, so it automatically knows where you live. You simply have to click if you want it to go to both your congressman and your senator, if it's appropriate, and hit send. Sometimes you have to input your home address, and that's to ensure that you're a constituent. So the office knows that you're a constituent. And then that's it. It'll send an auto-generated letter on the topic. You don't have to be able to pontificate about how important the issue is to you. Uh, ALPA's taking care of that for you. And some would say, well, you know, a chain letter. How much weight does that hold with a congressman? Holds just as much weight as if you had taken pen to paper and written your own letter. The offices track how many letters they get, how important it is to their constituents, and every week when the transportation staffer is having a meeting with a member, they're telling him, hey, this week we got 25 letters on this issue, and here's what I know about the issue. And we had a meeting with ALPA this week about the issue, and it's a very, very important part of our strategy on Capitol Hill. And I can't stress enough, when a call to action comes out, we really, really need uh, pilot participation. Pilots need to pay attention. Absolutely. Recently, you put out a communication about the PAC. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, the, the PAC is the Political Action Committee. The PAC is uh, voluntarily funded by pilots. Uh, it's run by a nine-pilot panel, ALPA president and eight, eight other pilots. Uh, I am one of the eight other pilots. So I have a seat on the PAC steering committee, which allows me to help direct where that money is spent. And obviously, I'm more, most concerned about uh, directing that money towards members that are sensitive to our cargo issues. That's Republicans and Democrats alike? Absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, we are the most bipartisan labor pack in Washington, D.C. So if you look at last election cycle, we spent uh, the money, 45% of it was spent on Republican candidates, 55% was spent on Democratic candidates. The, the election uh, prior to that was a little more heavily Republican, a little less on the Democratic side. And as far as the PAC goes, we, we don't worry about the letter in front of their name, R or D. We worry about have they or are they supportive of our pilot partisan agenda. So a lot of times when I'm talking about the PAC, people say, well, I, I don't want to give to the PAC because 
if you're a conservative Republican, I don't want my I don't want my money going to Nancy Pelosi. Or if you're a liberal Democrat, you might say, I don't want my money going to Ted Cruz. And I get that. You know, I'm like pretty much everybody else in the crew force. I have very strong political views of my own. But when we're in Washington, D.C., I'm not there representing myself. I'm re- they're representing all FedEx pilots on FedEx pilot issues. So you put your personal agenda aside and represent uh, those issues. And whether we like it or not, regardless of what side of the aisle you're on, everybody gets a vote. So if you're a conservative Republican, Chuck Schumer still gets a vote, and he carries a lot of weight. Uh, if you're a liberal Democrat, the Freedom Caucus in the House, they all get a vote, and it's a very strong voting block. So we talk to everybody. We don't, as I mentioned, we don't worry whether they're a Democrat or Republican. We worry about how are they on our pilot partisan agenda. As far as spending the money, what that means is we go to fundraisers, which allows us one-on-one time with a member. So lobbying Congress is no different than anything else in life. You're more likely to trust somebody if you have a relationship with them. And so these uh, fundraising events allow us time with a member to build that relationship. As you can build that relationship, as we have issues, we can go before them, talk to them. And if you've had that interaction, people are more likely to, to listen and give you time than if uh, you're just some guy off the street. We hear from some pilots, why do I need to pay extra? I'm already paying dues. Why do you need more money for the pack? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I, I mentioned it earlier. The PAC is voluntarily funded uh, by PAC contributions. It's against the law to use any Alpa dues for PAC uh, events. It's against the law. I've, I've heard people say, well, you know, I'm not going to give the PAC because I hate Trumpka at the AFL-CIO and I don't want any of my money going to him. Well, I don't blame you. I wouldn't want my money going to an outside organization either. And luckily, that's against the law. Uh, so our PAC money, it's a very restrictive set of laws that guide what we can do with PAC money. And like I said, it's voluntarily funded by PAC donations by pilots, and it can only be used on political activities like fundraisers. As good as our contract is and can be, essentially a stroke of the pen on Capitol Hill can eliminate a lot of gains, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is, um, the PAC is, you can really think of it as career insurance. We could have the best contract in the world, and the second a bad idea gets before Congress and gets passed, it could nullify any hard-fought gains that we have in our contract. Any final thoughts for the pilots? Yeah, sure. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, to talk with me today, Chris. Yeah, just to wrap things up, first of all, if you see a comm from Legislative Affairs, I can guarantee you that something important is going on and that we need your help. So please open the email. Uh, please click on the link uh, if it's in the positive rate. Please take a look at it and help us participate in the calls to action uh, and just be involved enough to read the email so that you're educated enough at what's going on. And then also the PAC. I can't stress enough how important the PAC is in what we do on Capitol Hill. A strong PAC is measured in two ways. Number one, obviously, is money, the amount of money that your PAC has, but also it's measured in participation rate. You know, what percentage of your group is participating? Alpha Wide has a pretty good participation rate, but here at FedEx, our participation rate is really fairly low. And so uh, if you've read the emails that have been coming out lately, we're running a PAC drive right now. Uh, It started uh, June 1st, and it's going to go through November. 
a little contest. So if you increase your pack donation or you're new to the pack, you'll be entered into a drawing. Uh, the grand prize is the brand new Bose Aviation headset. Uh, noise canceling fits in the ear. It's got a, it's all the the brand new one. Really, really great headset. And there's also three runners up uh, will receive the Bose noise canceling in the ear headset for deadheading. You know, to listen to music or watch a movie or whatnot. So, just a little f- a fun way to try and increase our participation in the pack. I think, especially now that we have a seat on the pack steering committee, I think it's very important that we as FedEx pilots take the lead. And I think we need a lead from the front where our pilot group is getting more junior by the day. And now that's a great thing. Uh, We're getting a lot of brand new guys that are excited to be here that uh, really want to participate and and, uh, have a great career here. And I think particularly those of us that have been here for a while need to step up and and be the leaders in this crew force. And, And one way that we can do that is to not only give to the pack, but to talk to uh, the guys that we fly with uh, about the pack. So donate what you can financially, but participation is important. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, for the new hires, obviously you, you have a lot of things pulling on your finances. You know, first-year pay is not the highest, right? $10 a month. Any of us can do that, right? As you get more senior, as your pay increases, it's very easy to go online and change that amount. And, you know, I just flew with a guy, and he was asking some really good questions about the pack, and it's automatically taken out of your check. Uh, there's a line item on your on your statement that'll tell you exactly what what was taken out, what you've given. So it's obviously very transparent and uh, very clear what what your participation rate is. Well, great, Bill. Thanks again for coming. And for those out there listening, please send us any questions or comments via fdxpodcast at alpa.org. And as always, be safe out there, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>